weekend. Oh. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are listening, however you are listening. Welcome back to an episode of Hard Style Radio. We got my man, you know him from Tony Talks Wrestling, NFM, uh, No Feelings Boxing, a lot of shows, a lot of shows. Y'all get the point already. You know, you know who it is. My man's Tony Jonas again. How you doing? I'm like Steve Harvey, minus the bad suits and the weird beard. And the awkward statements? Yeah, and the, you know... Family feud stuff. Yeah. Him. But how y'all how y'all how y'all doing? On my Anglo Saxons listening. Him and not not to get political, but him and like Trump might have just the most you just didn't have to talk. Why'd you say that comments of twenty nineteen? Like no one was asking Probably. you to talk, no one wanted to hear you and you just you just decided to say no. something. Nobody got bigger suits either. <laughs> That's true. So I wanted to start on a more lighthearted topic. I feel like nowadays, one of the things I love about kind of talking and debating about sports is it's really not that serious. Like, yeah, in the moment you're watching a football game or if you're watching it, like an NBA game on Tuesday or a playoff game um, or the wild card of baseball, it's serious for those couple hours. But even if you have, for example, um, I'm not going to cite the game, one of – but two of our favorite teams played each other. I don't know, man. Huh? I think about Ron Artest hitting that three, like, kind of weakly. I'm not to you. You know, hey, no, hey, no. <laughs> hey, man, I've – Jacoby Jones is still running in my mind in a, in a, in a message. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I understand. But for normal people, for, for, um, for normal people – it's not that serious, right? Like you can go on about your regular day, and like you're not you're not punching people because of Ronald Test. Hopefully, right? Yeah, no right. Um, so there's that. But usually, but nowadays, because there's so many shows, all the extra attention on it, and now that they kind of delve into a lot of sports shows, delve into like the personal lives. It's like okay, let's let's still keep it lighthearted. So I wanted to discuss the NBA. And Madden ratings, they just came out this week, or the majority of them did. For Madden, they released everybody. 2K comes out later, so they released, like, the top rookies and the top 20 players. So, I'm going to start here. And I love lists more than most people. Um, so, I'm going to start here with the 2K20 ratings. I'm going to run down the top five, and you tell me if you got an issue with the top five. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. Let me make sure I get this correctly. All right, number five, James Harden, 96 overall. Number four, Kevin Durant, 96 overall. Number three, Giannis, 96. And for anybody who's never played a 2K game, this even though they're same overall, this means someone's got a couple more points in a certain stat, so it's like a quote-unquote higher 96. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, number two, at 97. And LeBron James, number one, at 97. Have any issue with that? Not an issue, but <clears throat> Durant is like I don't understand. I don't see how Kevin Durant is like below Giannis and whatever Giannis might have. Like whatever Giannis's best thing is, Kevin Durant's best thing is just as good or if not better than that. Dude, this is what I now. Obviously, we don't get the all the ratings, right? So like whoever's right. standing, duck inside game, all that stuff. But I can't imagine Giannis's best stats have to be. This is one of the things that jumped out to me. Giannis's best stats got to be like okay, inside scoring, and um, I know there's a stat where it's like how well you shoot when you get fouled, right? Like that's and and his dunk, like all those got to be like really high nineties. Durant's got to equally have almost just as high an inside. Obviously, a far better outside shooting, like. Kevin Durant being four, and another big takeaway is Kawhi's got to be number one to start the game, doesn't he? No, <laughs> no, fam. You you think LeBron? I keep telling you. Think LeBron telling y'all? LeBron is still the best player in the game, but it's like I know it is not going to look that way. But it's like we we tend to forget really fast about. This time last year, the way we looked at LeBron James, like as a player. No, LeBron is still LeBron. So this is this is my so here's my argument. 
LeBron, and so I say, just to start the game, right? Because I'll even defer if, and this is kind of my view on the Lakers, if LeBron comes out this season and his first month is great, you got the title back. Like, you got you, you best play on the planet. Kawhi's only got it right now because he theoretically, or in principle, he went through it, right? Like, he beat Philly and Joel Embiid, who could have been in the conversation. He beat the Bucks and Giannis, who could have been in the conversation. Then, obviously, beat the Warriors, even with the injuries. So, he's got the quote-unquote title because he, he technically earned it. LeBron <clears throat> is obviously missing the playoffs, coming off an injury. I don't need to see much. I'm not asking like he's got to show me a full season. I know who he is. But he's at least got to come out strong to establish, yes, I still am every bit of what I was. Agree? You disagree? <clears throat> no, I agree with that. But then it's like, if 2K is looking at it from the standpoint of, okay, Kawhi wasn't one of the best three or four players for 82 games this year. But he had a great playoff run. It was one of the best playoff runs in recent memory, which is why he's tied for the top rating in the game. But he played, what, low 70s, high 60s in games? So it's like you take that and you look at it as like, okay, we can't award you with, you know, 98, 99 rating for a great, two months and, you know, 60-plus games. But we can rate you very high for the historic playoff run in the championship in the finals MVP. Okay, okay. I, I'm, not, I'm not against that. Um, my other one that I thought was funny, uh, Paul George is a 93, which puts him just above Damian Lillard at a 92. And considering how their seasons ended, I think if I'm Damian Lillard, I'm kind of offended. Once again, just to start the game, I think Paul George, yeah, if you, if you want to, you know, push it, probably a slightly better player than Dame. Slightly? <laughs> I think, well, see, I'm really high on Damian Lillard, personally. I mean, I, I fuck, I'm high on Dame, but, like, I'm, I'm even higher on PG, though. <laughs> so, okay, do you think <clears> – <throat> And you're you're much higher on this person than I am. Um, and I, two two guys that get called to hate. I get like the most pushback on like I critique is the last two years I've been at Kyrie. And this is even before the Boston stuff, and I was calling Kyrie Mo Williams when he was in Cleveland, and uh, Embiid. And I get a lot of pushback from Embiid just from you and Will. Embiid is number ten at ninety one. So Dame, PG. Anthony Davis and Steph Curry are the six through nine above him. Should that sound right, or should he be higher? Who, Embiid? Yeah. No, because he's not better than any of the people in front of him. Except he may be better than Dame, and that's that's maybe. So I'm not even going to say yeah. Even though they play different positions, but just the totality of basketball, you know, so it's no, like, absolutely. I, yeah, so I wouldn't even say he deserves to be over Dame. I think the people that still, <clears throat> even before the NBA became quote unquote positionless, I think people that said that you can't, I, I believe you can debate positions because I think there's a certain skill level that you can see no matter what the position is, right? Like you right. can see, I don't need a king to play point guard to see how nice and legendary his footwork is to know he's better than 99% of people who've ever played this game. Like, I don't care if you're a point guard, a two, or three, or four. Like, he just looks better. I don't need him to play another position. Um, Then we go over to Madden. And Madden is really funny to me. Because normally, is nuts. normally they try to, even if you don't agree with them, they try to set a standard for this is what we're placing a lot of value on, right? Like, guys who have – um. Like, awareness is a stat that boosts your overall in Madden. Um, um, trying to think. Uh, your play action is a stat that boosts, like, your overall lot in Madden. And so they try to say, hey, you might not agree with our rankings, but we're at least going to compare – we're at least going to set a standard. And I would have given them a pass if they had done that again. But now I'm no longer sure because if you just look at the top ratings – for the quarterbacks in Madden. 
Patrick Mahomes is number one with a 97. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady is two at a 96. <clears throat> Philip Rivers is three at a 94. Andrew Luck and Drew Brees are both 92s. And then I have Aaron Rodgers as a 90 and Russell Wilson as a 91. Whew. If. So I've got just arm talent and how well they play. I've got Mahomes at the top and then out of that group, Rodgers and Wilson at the bottom. And then I have, yes, can play. Obviously, they're great all time. I've got Breeze, Brady, and Rivers who are clearly past their physical prime but mentally play the game better than everybody. I guess my point this, I have two. Is anyone ever going to respect Russell Wilson enough that, like, to put him in like the actual elite class of quarterbacks? Or is 91 high enough? I mean, in real life, he's an elite class of quarterbacks. <laughs> but, like... I don't video game wise, they ain't. No, he definitely is. As as far as like real life going, like the the opinions of football that matters, like a like a Dion or a Shannon and stuff like that, he's definitely respected. But it's just the 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 Seahawks offense is so weird because like he'll have one game where he's three fifty for three touchdowns, and then a, the next game he'll be one ninety two for like one touchdown and a pick, but like they ran for two hundred yards. And- and he's doing this with one of the collectively one of one of the worst supporting casts of any top tier quarterback. Like Russell Wilson led the league in touchdowns two years ago, <clears throat> and nobody could name outside of Doug Baldwin who the hell he was throwing to. If, uh, you know If you don't, if like a casual person, no, no, absolutely. I'm not talking about. Okay. There, there's, I mean. I probably couldn't do it right this second. I'm not in NFL mode at the moment. When I actually when I actually get into like my particular modes, I can name almost every player off any of the teams in the league. I don't consider myself normal though. I don't even know if ca- casual fans, as much as they know their own <laughs> team, they don't even know more than like ten to fifteen guys. Like they know or they know the right. starters, and that's about it. Right. Um, so I'm not including us in that conversation. But just if you're a casual fan, I don't think Russell Wilson gets the the credit he deserves casually. Um, should Mahomes be over Brady? Yeah, he should be over everybody. That the fact that he's only a ninety-seven is kind of funny to me. But I mean, hey, because it's like the season he had was was crazy. It was nuts. Like it was fucking. It was nuts. <laughs> and like and and not only was it a crazy season, but he's the he's what like only he's one of the few people who I've ever seen try to like take Tom Brady's crown like. A lot of situations, like the defense makes a play, or you know Brady, well his Brady's offense might make a, a a mistake, and that's how they lose the game in the playoffs. But he's one of the the few guys who I've seen go against Tom Brady and say like, "I want your spot." No, absolutely. If he he would have had because they they definitely didn't lose the AFC Championship game because of him. Oh no, definitely not. Um, he was he's you don't care. He, he's great to watch, and I think he's great for football, even though he's on the Chiefs, and I got issues with that. Um, but <clears throat> it's very – and I'm not, I'm not ever going to – I don't necessarily know. Uh, numbers are weird, and the way numbers go on a game-to-game or even a year-to-year basis in the NFL is crazy. He might not ever have a season as statistically great as what he had last year. But even still <clears> – <throat> He's if he never throws most... fifty and five thousand again, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> That's this thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah, yeah. And the, and the Chiefs got weapons. He's probably the most fun to watch of a non-Denver quarterback uh, since Favre. Like watching Brett Favre was just fucking fun. It did not matter if. I mean, obviously, if he was playing the team, you know, you had to take a day off from him being fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just watching him over the totality of his career, it was great. Like, he was – he did not look – like, Tom Brady looks like a corporate quarterback. Peyton Manning was a corporate quarterback. Uh, Drew Brees looks very corporate quarterback. 
Brett Favre still looks like what well, he does. He still just gets on his tractor and his Wranglers. And he was probably doing that outside the game. They had just one random tractor parked in Lambeau. <clears throat> that, that man wear Wranglers. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, that's that's his ad. <laughs> anybody else who sponsored Brett Favre besides Wranglers? I, I respect it, though. <laughs> That's that is that is the Uggs to his Tom Brady. Very true. Yeah, I think it's more. I think not crazy because it's not really crazy, but it's funny that Kareem Hunt is still at ninety. Kareem Hunt is the best. We can't say anything about him, player. Because <laughs> there's so there. Kareem Hunt is the 2010s version of Travis Henry. Kareem Hunt is going to like. That's the biggest X factor this season, to really, because when you got to think, the Browns' season could, depending on how their season is going, if if they're going upwards and they get Kareem Hunt back, it's only going to get better. But if you have a team that's slumping and you got Kareem Hunt coming back with all the controversy, then it's only going to get crazier. I think the Browns, I have as. They're probably going to be the biggest difference maker in football this year. For me personally, I think they are either going to run off um, an incredible, like, because the way their schedule is, their first four games, I have them going probably two and two. They have some division games, some tough games. It's going to take some time to acclimate. And I either have them running off a six or seven game win streak or running off a six or seven game losing streak. But if the Browns are good, it changes the entire dynamic of the season. Um, that's all. That's all I got for 2K and Madden. Um, I will be streaming um, on Twitch, Hard Thought Gaming, and my setup timeline right now is in about two weeks. For anybody listening, look out for it. I'll have more stuff coming later. So, now let's get into the fun, another fun part. We got a fun show tired of just arguing and people being serious. <laughs> the um yeah, some guy on Twitter too. He was pulling up all kinds of stats. He was telling me what prime shout out to Prime Miguel Cabrera, but he was telling me all kinds of like prime stats and advanced metrics and I was like I I didn't need this. Oh, what? Right I really didn't want this conversation. <laughs> what was the reason? Like, <laughs> I said what I said. And I said I didn't want to argue. Like but um so Browns Rams Way on Sunday night is going to be nuts. You said say it again. I said Browns Rams on Sunday night is going to be nuts. That shit might be fifty or fifty. Yeah, that was that was Chiefs Rams last year. <laughs> the Browns are going to be fun. Ow, fuck. Damn, cat just got me. Um, on the note, so uh, we I want to do a way too early for the NBA, but before we get into that. You brought up something that I wanted to get into, and it is teams already being on the clock for 2021. Explain. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons' podcast, so he had um, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? I forget, but I'll, it'll come back to me. I had a guest on there from ESPN. The um, God damn, it's gonna mess with me. Let me check real fast because that's really Ryan Russillo. No, it wasn't Russillo. It was um, he's always, he always in the jump. It was uh, Zach Lowe. That's right. He had Zach Lowe on yesterday. So him and Zach Lowe was talking about um, how, you know, if you're a team like the Clippers, you know, Paul George twists the ankle in April. That's that. You know what I mean? So, you know, and now you only have one year left with that dynamic. So you're pretty much on the clock from the jump. And these, because these guys are only there for two years until the free agency wave begins again, and we're where we're at now. Once again, two years from now, which is why I don't think the super team era is dead. I think it's just taking a break. But you know, so it's just funny to it's it's just funny to me when when we look at it, and you got these teams that you know, because we know that there's no time to really build anymore in the NBA, but. The immediate you have to win is just is crazy, and I get it, but it's still just crazy as hell. Tell the cheers. Do you think that? So, I'm not now. Obviously, I'm against Super Team Era, but do you think that it's just it means the Super Team Era is just going to restart again in cheers, or do you think Kawhi's just being smart in terms of financially in two years? 
he could opt out for his third year. Like, if the Clippers say, say they just get one title, right? They win one out of the two issues there. Mm-hmm. So, clearly, they got a good team. They're a title team. Uh, all that good stuff. And when he hits 10 years, he's able to sign whatever the super crazy max, like, he, um, super max extension is for a guy who's been in the league for 10 years. Right. And that would be, at the time, basically the biggest contract in NBA history. Do you think he's just waiting for that, or do you think there's actually a chance the all the doors? But that would only twenty twenty one would only be his eighth year. No, he just finished year number seven. Kawhi was drafted what two thousand eleven. So twenty twenty one. Okay, twenty twenty one would be his tenth season. Mm-hmm. All right, and he'll be able to sign, like I said, whatever <clears> the. Um, like crazy supermaxes, right? But I mean, if we say <clears throat> if we say anything from these guys, they don't give a damn about the money, and not even that. And and that's not even me saying Kawhi is going to leave anything like that. But you still have to have the idea that no player in this era, even the vets that have been in at least since say like a 08, a 07, 08 type of thing, no, no one is predictable anymore. So you don't know what to expect. You don't know what you're going to get. So you got to, you know, the PG and Kawhi dynamic we believe is going to work, but these aren't two of the most, you know, healthy guys. You know, can they afford to do the load management thing like the Raptors could? We don't know, you know, because, you know, Paul George has his injury history. Kawhi has his injury history. You know, it's going to take PG a while to get right. He's coming up double shoulder surgery. That shit is crazy. So yeah. the dynamic is just inter- it's interesting to me. Just like you got, like they got to win now, and and that shit is tough. Oh, absolutely. They have um. Okay, the twenty twenty one free agent class is crazy. Yeah, speaking of way too early, and I originally didn't have this in my head, but you brought up yesterday. Dwight Howard was 26 when he went to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is 26. Last year, we had a certain player say, I'm re-signing with my team. Then a whole bunch of stuff went wrong, and now he's on another team. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight Howard, when he went to L.A., and at 26, Kobe was, this was pre-ACL, that was supposed to be, oh, my gosh, we just upgrade like we took a year off basically, but we just upgraded Andrew Biden into Dwight Howard. We still had Gasol, Kobe pre ACL. The Lakers were supposed to be another like not I wouldn't say dynasty was probably too late in Kobe's career to really do that, but would have still been one of the top teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Obviously, didn't work out. Dwight hasn't been the same. Yeah, I'm pulling a little bit here, but if I have 26-year-old superstar, best big man in the league, and he's – now, Davis came out and said, I'm not resigning with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he said he's not resigning because I feel that he knows – well, not he knows, but I'm sure Rich has told him we see we going to see how everything works out, see how the landscape is, because Rich is fully aware that LeBron might not even stay there. <laughs> And he might decide he want to spend his last season somewhere else. So we're just not sure. So that's where... And I fully expect LeBron in his career with the Lakers, but you know, you never know. Absolutely. It comes back to that. So let's say this Lakers season doesn't go as planned. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously everyone thinks, and I, I do too, I think if, if, it all, if it all works out, yes, I think they're a top three team in the West. I, I think the Clippers are a little bit better, but it's not better enough where I'm definitively taking them in a seven-game series. Excuse me. And let's say it doesn't work out. Let's say that LeBron's not what LeBron was pre-injury. Let's say Cousins can't ever get back to even the 60, 70, 80% of what he was. Let's say Rondo's still – it's not just a oh off year. It's just a steady decline. Um. Because they have, and they have a lot of weird pieces where it's like they're specialist players or the guys who do one thing really well, but they're only going to work if LeBron can be LeBron and AD can be 
AD. But if it doesn't work out, hello, we'll need to invite you. Yeah. Um, but if it doesn't work out, is there a chance Anthony Davis decides to leave at the end of the year, or is it simply a matter? Anthony Davis is going to be there. I don't. I wouldn't say that, but then I don't think Rich can afford to play that game with AD because you don't want to have, you don't want to go through all of this, and then have, and then have. What, how can I put it? You don't want to go through all of this, then try to push AD to stay in LA if he don't want to, and then he fires you, and then all of this is kind of, now you looking super crazy. So, and that's like a thing. I'm glad we have Will joining us now too. For those of you tuning in and listening. I, so with Rich Paul, there was, this is going to be the one personal note we get into, Marcus Morris just fired Rich Paul because supposedly, and, and, I'm, and I'm going to keep this very as a very supposedly or allegedly story because NBA insiders have all looked real wild and crazy the past couple months, right? Just get, it, It's almost like anyone could be an insider. They just kind of guess it and you just hope you're right. So, allegedly and supposedly, Marcus Morris had a $41 million offer from the Clippers and either wasn't informed of it, um, Rich didn't communicate, something happened, then he went to San Antonio, uh, the San Antonio deal fell through, and then he ended up one year, 15 on the Knicks. Is, and I have a different opinion, I have a, an interesting opinion on it, but I want to hear you guys first. Should that be a warning sign for players that it's clear now Rich Paul has really one objective, and that's to pay, that's to do whatever is in the best interest of LeBron? Which, Will, you can hear? Yep, I hear you. Oh, okay. Well, you want me like to go I ahead said, or you know? No, I was just – I was making sure. But um, I, you could go ahead and get this out. But like I said yesterday when we was in the group message, like, I find that, you know, him firing Rich or, you know, separating from Rich, okay. But the that I find so I, I find so hard to believe just because Markeith is still represented by Rich Paul. And if it was a matter of something that deep, I feel like he would definitely separate himself from Rich too. And I would agree. So now the only thing I'm, once again, holding out on, I don't know for sure if that's something that hasn't been discussed because I, I just don't know how many people are going up and talking to Markeith Morris at the moment and putting a mic in front of him. I mean, he tweeted, he tweeted out well, denying the whole story. Oh, okay. So I was, I was unaware of that. Yeah. So wait, so he's denying that. So he's denying what that Marcus fired him or is he just denying no, he's, that? He tweeted today that, that that story of like him telling <clears throat> Marcus not to go to LA is just not true. Now, why now he him firing them that could be true, like like I said, but just that story of the reason he fired him, I just find that hard to believe. And Markeith is you know backing that up or whatever. Okay, okay, there, no, there's some truth to that. Will, I mean, well, if he if he denied it, then I guess it ain't really much to to get into. But I think, um, I think with the question, if that was something that really did happen, then I think that's definitely a warning for players because I mean. It would be, I mean, of course, LeBron is his man, but it would basically be saying that he's more concerned with with the big fish versus, you know, trying to get his his smaller guys as much as they can if they're going to be a close competitor to the big fish. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, my take is kind of weird. Uh, I said it in the group message where, there is just sometimes where if you're in the inner circle, you might see some funny stuff happening, but you don't care or you look the other way because you're in the circle. And it doesn't affect you until you're out of the circle. And I don't know for a fact, obviously. I don't know Rich Paul. I don't know LeBron. I don't know what goes on with that. I, I never got invited to the shop. But... <laughs> I don't know if I will either, but that might just be like I made the comparison yesterday, where it was how Palinka and Kobe. Yeah, Palinka had a couple other guys, but 
his main eight and his main person was I'm doing whatever Kobe's doing. I'm following Kobe's lead or we're moving according to what's best for Kobe. Now, I don't have stories to be like, oh, well, he told this guy not to go to the Spurs, or he told this guy not to go to West Competitor. Um, but even still, if Rich, you said it's what? It's Davis, LeBron, John Wall, uh, Markeith Morris, <clears throat> and who else is represented by him? Yeah, I said, like, if, say, say you lose a, a, a client and you're only looking at, you say you lose some guys pretty much. If I have a, a talent pool of John Wall, Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, um, just even that alone, like, I'm fine with that. And you still have, you know, you still have other good players and young guys like Miles Bridges and, and Eric Bledsoe and Draymond Green put him on that side of with those other top guys. Mm-hmm. So now, on, but but on top of, like, I mean, even with that, I mean, because of course this is all hypothetical, you know. Because if we, if no, none of us really believe it's true, and uh, more has kind of denounced it already. Even so, now even what you said, what you said, saying that you find with that, like what, what do you having all those other clients got to do with? Like, I mean, having all the big clients, what do they have to do with the other guys though? See, like, I mean, are you basically like... are you basically saying like, oh yeah, fuck the other guys? I got all these. I got, I got. No, you know, I'm LeBron saying and Anthony Davis and. No, I'm saying that to say if you if you was the type if if he found himself in a situation where he's losing guys and shit like that. Well yeah, he found because of who he got, right? Yeah, that's what I'm gotcha. saying. And but even even in that case, like look at his lower I guess lower tier guys you wanna call them that. Like they're getting paid. <laughs> you feel me? And he still has like rookies and, and players like he got Darius Garland. Under clutch, we don't know how Darius Garland will be as a player. He could be great though, and then that changes everything. Yeah, I think I, I just felt, I felt it was like an interesting thing. Like it wasn't one of those things to where like I think I seen it and was like, oh man, I can't believe this or nothing like that. <laughs> I, I just seen it, and I know I know you, I know you're a big fan of Rich Paul as an agent. So I was just more so interested in your, you know, just for conversational right. purposes. Right. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. And I think, too, what's going to have to be something is, um, once again, with just being in the it crowd, he might not care because being an agent long-term might not be in his goal. If, And I believe it. if LeBron's goal is to do – is to one day own a team, I have to believe it's – I have to believe Rich Paul is part of that team, right? Whether the same way playing because the uh, – uh, general manager for the Lakers, or whatever, whatever That's the claim he has. I don't know. I can't wait till Kobe by the Lakers, man. <laughs> uh, that's a fact. <laughs> um, that's a fact. Uh, but if so, I'm so if that's their overall goal, then once again, Rich Paul, he has nothing to care about because, yeah, are you going to look kind of funny with some of your uh, lesser tier or tier two clients compared to your top guys? Yeah. But if you know you're really only in this for, let's say, a five to ten year window, you get enough guys, satisfactory results. Um, your top two clients, being LeBron and Anthony Davis, are happy. They're satisfied. And then you move into a manager role with the team in the next five to ten years. Then, you know, that's kind of what I feel like Tony gives him a lot of credit for is it's moves beyond the conventional, right? It's not just, oh, I'm getting this guy a deal or signing this guy to max contract. Like, he's he's trying to make moves that are next level, I guess, would be the way I would put it. Like, the money he's gotten, Contavious Caldwell Pope is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just put that out there. And that was a year before LeBron. No, see, Contav- but that's his Contavious Caldwell Pope. That Say, wasn't that two years before LeBron got there? That he was the the year before LeBron because they wanted they just literally needed a guy to come off the books so they signed Contavious to the rest of their available cap space but on a one year deal. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, you could have it all, but you ain't gonna be here next year." Like, and then now obviously that he back uh, with LeBron, but you know, let's do way too early, way too early MVP picks. Who y'all got? Stuff. Oh, I didn't even think about that. 
I'm going AD. So, and that's going to be my conversation. That's tough. Because are we still in? You said, now it's a difference. We, obviously, <clears throat> we've seen LeBron win MVP even with D-Wade there. Mm-hmm. Does the two stars, so like obviously like Golden State, right? Like Golden State, like Steph and Katie have basically been eliminated from MVP the last three years. Right. Is there any duo that you feel like eliminate each other? Like this guy's got this person on his team. No way you can give Isaac an MVP. I think I, mean, I think the problem. I think the reason AD won't be able to get it is because of, I guess, what he wasn't able to do before he before he get got to LA. Because it's like, all right, yeah, if y'all if you you get a sixty win team and. And, you know, yeah, you're going to put up great numbers, which he always puts up great numbers, but it's like, you know, you haven't been able to – you haven't been able to produce wins like this on your own. So I feel like it's going to automatically weigh into the fact that, like, all right, well, yeah, it's it's only looking better because he over there with LeBron. That's what I – that's how I feel like it's going to look to the public. But, of course, See, I would you know get what that. does. I was about to say, I would get that if it wasn't L.A., and motherfuckers is fiending for the Lakers to be great again. And they itching for that, just for that allure to be back. And I feel that by season's end, Anthony Davis will be the best player on the Lakers. I don't know. And I, and I, can, I, I, I do have a runner-up pick, too. <clears throat> Who's your runner-up pick? Well, like my, my, my second option, I won't call him a runner-up, but uh, Kawhi Leonard. So that's where I'm going because I think Kawhi is going to – not only is I think Kawhi going to be great, I think Kawhi is going to – how would you phrase this? So this is kind of like a baseball argument for an MVP. I think there's going to be four or five guys who have crazy numbers, right? We're going to be in that conversation. I think Giannis can have – obviously everybody's got crazy numbers, but yeah, Giannis is going to have crazy numbers. Uh, Embiid, I believe, is going to have crazy numbers. LeBron or AD, take your choice. One of them is going to have crazy numbers. I think Steph's going to have crazy numbers. I think Kawhi's going to have crazy numbers. The difference being, I think Kawhi is going to actually benefited by not playing as many games because Kawhi is going to have, I think, the highest winning percentage of any of the star players. I think the record when he's out there, and let's say he takes 15 games off. I don't think he's taking a full 20, but let's just, I think if he takes 20, he's disqualified. But let's say it takes 15. The other 67 games that he plays, I wouldn't be shocked if the Clippers are 57 and 10, 56 and 11. And that's going to be the highest winning percentage, which kind of gives him the argument of not only does he have the numbers, look at his impact on that team, even with Paul George. And I think, I feel like they're going to be out to prove a point. Well, him specifically, like I think, I think him going to the Clippers is like I, th- I think he's trying to make sure that everybody feels like the Clippers are the best team in LA. I think there's a couple guys. I was um, we started the show off. I'm so excited for the regular season because there's actually things to prove this regular season. I'm a big believer that the regular season hasn't mattered, not just because oh guys only worried about if they win a title, but guys just felt defeated. What's the point of having like the crazy regular season? Because then you're going to get, if you don't think you're better than Golden State, which no one really felt they were better than a healthy Golden State the last three years, if you go and win 60 games, you're just going to get crushed as how you win 60 games and not win a title. This year, LeBron's got something to prove. AD's got something to prove. Kawhi has something to prove. Harden and Russ have something to prove. Simmons got a max contract. Uh, him and Embiid have something to prove. There's going to be guys actually trying, at least early on in the regular season, I don't expect a whole lot all-star break because obviously if you have a, a good first half, you can kind of, you could go 500 the second half of the season. It really doesn't matter because it's not a real half. It's like 50-30 as far as games. And I think there's going to be a lot more exciting, meaningful regular season basketball, which I'm hyped for. Like, I actually feel like there's a reason to get league pass this year. So now, what, what, what? You know, you talked about the play, certain players having something to prove. How do y'all feel about like um, a lot of people saying Steph has something to prove this year? 
Like, I don't so believe I, he does because I'm like, I, I mean, two MVPs and a, and a championship before, before KD. Now, I yeah. think, I think, I think he will be on a mission to prove something, but do I think he, he has something to prove? No. Well, so that's, it's, I own. definitely don't think he has anything to prove, like, just short, in a short answer. Right. <laughs> if you're asking, and I think everyone in this conversation, everyone in this conversation knows enough about basketball. There's probably only five guys who really have something to prove. AD has something to prove. Russ and Harden have something to prove. PG has something to prove. And I'm sorry, I'm just doing Western Conference right now. I'm not doing the East. And I, I would say maybe Dame, but I don't even think Dame's in that category personally. Um, even though I'm really high on Dame, I just the way he's maneuvered, I don't think he's in that category. Guys who have, outside of micro-arguments, LeBron has nothing to prove. Um, Steph and the Warriors got nothing to prove. Like, these are guys who have already won. They've been there. They've done that. You know they're great. They got championships. Um, Well, yes, I believe LeBron wants to prove, hey, I'm still the best player in the game. I am going to come back from this injury. It's not going to break me. Um, Kawhi does want to be the best team in L.A., Kawhi's got two championships and two finals MVP before 28. LeBron's got three rings, one of the two or three greatest players ever, however you want to stack it up. Um, Nothing really to prove there. Uh, Even like a team, like as weird as it is, the Spurs, it's like because they're so represented by the head coach, Popovich has nothing to prove. Well, no, he don't have any any players over there that you you would – Put in that conversation anyway, because I mean, no, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> that the Spurs are represented by their coach, and he has like no one's debating. Only anyone's with a, any common sense has debated Popovich being the best coach ever for like the past what probably five six years. He's been confidently in that seat. Yeah, so, well. yeah. So the guys, if you ask me, if they got something to prove. No, not realistically. But there's a bunch of <laughs> hey, we. Pop's so great, we forget the Spurs lost to the Timberwolves by like 50 this season. <laughs> no, absolutely. Because you know because you know who he is. And a game doesn't define him. He said, y'all know what I do. I, I, I fear, I was thinking about this today, I really fear that Golden State's run will be it'll be kind of forgotten. And that's really fucked up if it is. It's I don't. So, think, I don't think it will be. I don't. I don't think it is because if there's one, and I'm not trying to start the argument, but if there's one difference between the quote unquote LeBron versus Mike argument, is LeBron doesn't feel overbearing to the rest of the players. Like when you talk about '90s NBA basketball, people would just act like nobody was great in the '90s. Like there's just there's just a downgrade of those players because of what Mike did. As great as LeBron is, we still remember Dirk in 2011. We still remember, um, excuse me, as early in his career, we still remember what D Wade did in 06. We still remember. I don't believe that the Warriors three straight titles, and especially the way the shots Durant hit to close out both series. I don't feel like that's something that will be forgotten because LeBron's never been the, I make everybody for, I make everyone forget about everyone else. He's well, just, that's we in the, we in the social media era. But what do we remember the most about the Warriors whole run? Or not us specifically, but the general public. What do we, what do people remember? It's, the most? it's crazy because the biggest, it's not the them winning chance, the championship. It's, it's, it's the 73 one and that nine. they lost. Yep. 73 and, and that's the fucked up thing about it. So, can I actually make a different argument to that? I don't think that's the most remembered thing. I think, and this is just, this is partly what I saw because where I worked. Kids don't go to, like, find a basketball or go to a park and try to dunk anymore. They specifically just go and try to shoot the deepest three they possibly can. No, Steph changed the game. 
and, but, but I think that's and I think that's remembering factor. But that's not exclusive to their dynasty to yeah, the general like, public. Everybody, like you got to think ten years from now when you think about the Warriors run, you ain't gonna say, "Oh man, Steph had everybody shooting threes. Like all the kids shooting threes. It's, I mean, it's it, like like Tony said, it's crazy. But it's like, yeah, that seventy three and nine, and then losing the three one lead. That'd be the that'd be the most remembered thing from it. Okay, this is this is actually a fun game. This is this is, this is a good. We're, we're gonna play a game. I just gonna have to be my half to be my closing one. Um, let's do word association. I'm gonna name every dynasty since 2000, mm-hmm. and I want you guys to tell me off word association what is remembered, memorable. Like what makes you think of that dynasty? So 2000 to 2002 Lakers. Shaq and Kobe. Shaq, that's easy. Okay. Agreed. Two, uh, not, now, I know there's some people that don't consider them a dynasty, but we don't acknowledge those people's opinions. The Spurs. Duncan. I think, I think of all, I think of all three of them. I think of Duncan Parker. Yeah, I, 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 I think of the big three too, but I, specifically Duncan though. Right. Okay. 2010 to 2012 Miami Heat. The one thing that popped in my head. You didn't want to do. But I'm surprised you skipped. You didn't want to do the Lakers. I I, so the Lakers went back to back. I don't know if I consider that one a dynasty. I mean, they went back to back and they went three straight. Okay, all right. Let's do okay. Let's do 08, uh, 08 to twenty ten Lakers. Kobe. Kobe. Hey, that is always the number one time. <laughs> Can't know what time. I hate all like, and I understand stats and whatever. Kobe was the best player in the league from 08 to 10, 2010. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. But that's just me. So 08 to 10, Lakers. So you said, <laughs> so you said hey, man, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Can't no one tell me shit. Because <laughs> especially, too, it's like, oh, my gosh. And it was even like he busted up the Magic team that beat LeBron in five. Anyway, um, Will 08 to 2010 Lakers. Same thing, man. Black Mamba. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I I even get flashbacks of Shannon Brown blocking my man's shot and snatching it out there. <laughs> so, like Shannon that. Brown was like Shannon Brown was on Sports Center nightly. That's how you know niggas had like a run. <laughs> That's okay. Like I said, I don't. Dynasty, I thought I'm I'm not sure if I considered them one, but you know, I'm not gonna argue against Kobe. Um, so 2010, 2012 heat. Or 2011 to 2014 heat. Um LeBron Wade Bosch. Is the Heat a dynasty? Two out of four? Well, that's what I was gonna ask you if you don't consider the Lakers a dynasty. I mean, which <laughs> I mean we know we know the Heat are a dynasty, but I think I mean I think they are. I think they I mean What's the dynasty? So to me, is it so at least why, three? Is that a dynasty? Is the what? I say, is it at least three chips? Is that is that make you a dynasty? I think it's some context, um, because I believe there is like the Warriors. I could say our dynasty just off these last three years, even though technically they only got two, but by injury, they were running away with it for a three-year stretch. The Lakers, to me, weren't... It's weird, because I don't know. I think I only associate the Heat with dynasty because it was probably fed to me. Because they were a dynasty before they ever played a game. So does... Does a dynasty end when a team loses in the finals? I I don't know because if they come back yeah. and win after, that's, that's I was about to say if they come back and win after, I don't think that stops it. Well, because I mean that's like so so when did the Warriors dynasty start? If they won, they won their first title, came back and lost. I mean, yeah, they I, got KD, and I know a lot of people want to start the dynasty when KD got there, but it's like. Seventy three and nine, not, and they, I'm not stopping the dynasty now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> and that's a great question, but then you have to ask, okay, if that's and this is why I say it's a really tricky thing for me personally, because if we're using that, 
because that used to be one of my parameters. Do you have to give Mike 92 to 99? I feel like everybody does, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think. There's I mean, I think you have to because he never lost. Like, I mean, he, he left the league, but he never – he was never defeated, like, in that, in that time. The championship. Yeah. Absolutely. But then – Hakeem and the Rockets got Mike was the millennial heavyweight champion. Yeah, that's I mean that's Mike that's was really Tyson. Like I, I think I think had Mike came back and they didn't win, then you could you could kind of debate it. Like had they went to the finals and lost, but I think the fact of him coming back and being just as dominant as he was when he left. The fact we never got Mike versus Hakeem is crazy. The fact that nobody ever thought about the, those years in between is crazy. Like the fact <laughs> that we count their dynasty like for the whole period. That, like Justin is the first person I've heard make that point. Like in a dynasty, like and for for that short period of time. But no, we giving them that. No, that's I do too because I'm now I'm on the train of and I, whether I'm wrong or right can never be proven. I'm of the mindset I think Mike wins eight straight if he was real. Well, and I don't and I want to say this. I want to say it in a negative way. I genuinely believe if the situation with his dad never happened and he wasn't probably fucked up in the head for a good six months to a year. I don't think he stops. Tell him what really happened, Tony. Well, and, uh, <laughs> like I said, we're not going to be constructive. Dog. <laughs> Dog. But, okay, get, get, on, so, get, on here, get on here and tell the truth, Tony. Tell your side of the story. <laughs> so, okay, here we go. Anywho. Okay, I, got, I got about five minutes left. So, with the heat, what did you guys say as um your word association for the heat? Um, the big three, uh, Wade, Bosch, and LeBron. I think yeah. about I think about the Ray Allen game winner. Okay, that's a good one. The Warriors. Steph, Draymond, and Clay. That's what I think. And Steph, Katie, Katie came for like a couple seasons. It's like when uh. <laughs> Kid, he came for a couple of seasons like an extra on a TV show. <laughs> he, 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 he went to stay with his dad for the summer and shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like when Jazzy Jeff showed up on the Fresh Prince. And I believe that's how they'll be remembered for the same reason why, while it's memorable, while 73 and 9 is memorable, 3 1 lead is memorable, it is not the number one remembering thing from that dynasty. The same way even though it was a joke for a good year or two, no one looks back at the heat and goes, not three, not four, not five, not six. I think, if you, no see, one. but I think it depends on who you asking. Like, I mean, people that are being objective won't think about that, but it's like, ask a LeBron hater. Well, no, that's all we're, that's all we're doing. That was somebody, somebody <laughs> ask, like, ask like, ask like a, a go to state hater what they remember from LeBron. That, that's what I mean. Like, and I think you have, you probably have more, I mean, I guess, I guess that'll be a question. There's more haters think, than, than motherfuckers that love you. Yeah, do you think oh, more absolutely. casual basketball fans than diehards? But we're not, we're not worried about that part. I'm, I'm talking about being rational, being logical. The yeah, but that's not the, that's not the majority though. And that's, what, that's right, what I think. At least not at yeah, this time. Mm. I think. The minority is the motherfucker is hating as, yeah, you lost 3-1, LeBron lost this many finals. That's because I guarantee, I guarantee you it's more, it's, you get more people that are, that are like, see what's popular or who, who's popular in basketball for a season and they just go against that just because that's, that's the big thing right now. You know, you got people that just want to be opposite of whatever's hot at the moment. Well, absolutely. I also think there's something to be said, um, and I thought of this the other day, and once again, I'm not even trying to fuel the argument. I just think it's something to be considered. You take the last 10 years of the league, which has been the super team era, um, to something I don't think Kobe and Mike get credited enough with is for all the great teams we've seen the last almost 30 years now, they're the only guy – well, it's Kobe, Mike, and Shaq. They're the only ones to three-peat. And I think there is something to that. That's fucking crazy. No, and think about it. You had <laughs> think of the pairings and the teams you've had, and those are the only ones who have three-peated. That only goes to show you how hard that shit is. No, and that's because you have to be, and no one ever wants to make this point. Part of the difference is you just kind of got to be a psycho. 
Mike is the only dude in the world who got already had four rings, was already the best player in the world, was already considered to be one of the best players of all time, if not the best player of all time. And he had the audacity to go out the next no, three, season three. and whoop everyone's ass to the tune of 72 and 10. Yeah, okay, then, yeah. Like, yeah, that's nuts. Mike, that's what, <laughs> see, but that's what I always say. Like, Kobe was just doing his job. Michael Jordan is a fucked up person, like, in life. This is my, this, I'm, this is not my problem, but this is my point. Like, Michael Jordan is a asshole. Like, Michael Jordan had four rings. He was the greatest player ever. And he won 72 games. And he played 82 of them shits. See, but that's because it was like, it was, it was different back then because it was like the players <laughs> in the league, it didn't matter what you do back then. They wasn't giving you no props. Like these days in the league, everybody giving you, <laughs> no. everybody everybody <laughs> telling you how good you are. Like back then, it was like Michael dropped 40 on him and they was talking shit about him after the game. <laughs> Michael Jordan was, Michael Jordan was 72 and 10 while wearing Bootcut jeans with hoop earrings. That's the Went hard bottoms, hard bottoms to the game. The, a- the AAU era did this, man. No, that's what I'm saying. You have to cut. Like, I. That's why I think it's I don't, not just I don't a matter think... of. And I'll even go as See, far. See, and as the to only say, reason Kobe is the way he is is because he didn't grow up here. Oh yeah, but I'll, that's why I'll say I don't think another team, unless you get an unless you get an outlier, which Kobe's an outlier because where he was born. Obviously, you got to be like an all-time talent too. That's not get that mixed up, but you got to be an outlier from not being here, or you just got to be an outlier because you somehow went to AAU but didn't hang out on Friday night with people. And sounds like my childhood. Um, <laughs> God, <Yeah, man>. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you'll ever have a three-peat again. Because how many? Because if you think about it too, how many? Just off talent combinations, are you going to put together that's better than the Heat or the Warriors the last eight years? Yeah, but I mean, the shit is only funny because if if Clay don't get hurt, the only thing that stopped the Warriors was injury. Like, it wasn't like they just got beat them up. You know? I mean, of no, course absolutely. it is what it is, and it's going on the record books how it's going. But it's like. Without right. without KD and Clay getting injured, and if, even if Bookie never got injured, like because I mean he was he was working his way back throughout the playoffs, you know, trying, he wasn't even, you know, he was heavier and all of that stuff. So I think even without those injuries, they win again. No, and 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 I would agree. We're not asterisking the Raptors championships, but like the facts are the facts. Like just just is what it is. No, absolutely. But that's a, like I just think you you got to be a psychopath. That's why I think Kawhi works because Kawhi's kind of psycho. He's just like the silent serial oh, killer type of psycho. There's no kind of. <laughs> there's no kind of. <laughs> that nigga's crazy. That's but you have to be. Dogs win straight backs. You have to be. New balance no shape up. New balance just won the championship. I was sending my brothers that shit because dog was like dropping forty in New Balance, and not like the New Balance like we wear in the street. Like he was doing them shits and like retired dad sneaks. That's what <laughs> New Balance dad, got 17. so much promo. Like <laughs> that was. Like Kawhi, t- see that was Kawhi took down the Warriors and Nike in one in one week stretch. Shout out to Kawhi though. He been and like the said, <laughs> we ain't putting we ain't putting no asterisk on no uh, on the championships. No, no, definitely he deserved it, and you know, and there's a good chance he might win another one this year. Does oh there we go. There's an actual and we got, and I got to get going here, but. Because of does Kawhi have a chance to be like an all-time great? And I'm only asking because if you look at statistically, he's way behind the pace. Because he was an offensive player the first three or four years. He played in San Antonio. Um, really on the last two years has he been, I think the last two years is the only time he's been a 20 point per game scorer. So right now, even if he theoretically got a third title this year and played just as well. He would end next year with three titles and a little over ten thousand points. I mean, he's the what the I third think best power forward of the last ten years. So he's the what? I say, I like isn't he? Well, I would fit. I would think he's the third best small forward of the last ten years, and he's only behind Durant, LeBron, arguably the two greatest. <laughs> um, is Giannis a small forward? I mean. 
Technically, but, but I mean, to be, be honest, anyway, he got he got two Finals MVPs and two championships, and and he beat him to get one in the ring. So no, no absolutely, I'm just saying. But that's why, <laughs> I guess, I'm just saying. Uh, I think I think he could, I think he could get himself in the conversation if he I think he needs a couple of MVPs if he if he able to get like two regular season MVPs and maybe another one or two titles, regardless of how far he might be behind statistically, especially if he's stacking defensive player player of the years with those two, I think you have to you have to put him in a conversation just because of the accolades. And Tony, did you just say Durant passed Larry Bird? Because I'm not sure if I'm there yet. I think I said arguably. I don't. Oh, okay. I, I was I like, think I think that's I think that's. Cool. Larry Bird is like the most disrespected all time great player, like ever. Like, I mean, that's because Larry Bird like smoked cigarettes <laughs> and wrote attractive. <laughs> like, Bird was, yeah. If Larry Bird was black, it'd be a whole different story because he was definitely talking shit like a black dude. <laughs> if Larry Bird was black, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, he'd have a whole different reputation. But, hey. Appreciate you guys for coming on the show. As always, um, don't forget, you already heard this week. Uh, as always, no feelings meetings. We got 90 feet in this week. Um, boxing coming this weekend, possibly, maybe. Uh, it got to. It twice this week, probably. <laughs> yeah, twice. <laughs> <Most> likely. <laughs> Tony Talks Wrestling. Uh, you, guys know the sh- you guys know the shows. You guys know the socials. Uh, hit us up. Any hate mail or any angry tweets, send them to... Uh, Will's Twitter. To me. Go argue back with you. If I got time, I got, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm planning for a baby. But if I get my mind some time throughout my day, I'll send some shots. <laughs> so yeah, and we'll see you guys next week. Half out. Out.